place, we ain't caring about your feelings, yeah Anytime, any place, you can feel it here Steven Daniel out of space, so we clear the air Any topic, and it's safe, so just be prepared Don't assume, keep it straight, we might keep it fair The news, the page, we gon' keep it real If you tune in, then you sick for real Bluetooth, we took the red pill Every image in the video, talk about it Different views on the subject, we must talk about it At the end of the day, we just talking, homie Only me in the room, but it's like a party Introducing Steven Daniel Author, artist, all around great guy Hello my lovely listeners, I missed you all Well, some of you Episode 2 and the first random rant triggered a lot of people And I love it i feel so honored to have people being so triggered over my podcast i love it i was called a shithead a pig an asshole an idiot emails and private messages where i was told that the podcast is garbage which it is i mean come on it ain't nothing special i was told it was angry which all i have to say to that is there are plenty of soft-spoken politically correct podcasters that cater to sensitive people so if you think i sound too angry for your sensitive ears go and listen to somebody else you don't have to listen to me there was one that said out of place isn't informative or entertaining i thank you for your input but i do not care many of you agree with me and i love you for it you tell me it all the time and i appreciate it for those of you who love out of place right now it doesn't matter where you are Yell this with me, and if you can't, crank the volume up as loud as you can without f***ing up your speakers. We're going to yell Snowflake together. Don't be shy. The hell with them all. Ready? One, two, three, Snowflake! (laughs) I imagine all of the people who stopped listening to this podcast just now, and you know, they're just like, oh my goodness, what is this? It's, It's just beautiful. It's beautiful. Those of you who yelled... You all are some brave, wonderful, fantastical people, and I love you. Anyways, today's touchy topic is about the coronavirus, and the fun topic, I am going to tell you a funny story about how I got fired from Johnny Rockets. I have a special guest joining me for that segment. Before I move on to the touchy topic, I'm currently on hold with Microsoft Customer Service to see if maybe they have an answer that will help get rid of this virus that has been messing up the world pretty bad. I have been on hold for a while, so let's check it out. All right, well, looks like I'm still on hold, so I guess we can just move on to the touchy topic. Hello, sir. Oh, hi. I'm still here. Oh, thank you for holding. So, you were looking to see if we could help you get rid of a virus, right? Yes, sir. Uh, COVID-19, correct? Yeah, about the coronavirus. I figured when I heard rumors that it was Bill Gates' fault, I thought you guys would have an answer for me or something. Okay, so, basically... What we're going to do is we're going to help you, okay? Sounds great. What do I have to do? Great. So, so I do work at Microsoft. However, we are claiming responsibility for doing this entire mess. We made it on accident. We are attempting to make chimpanzees super powerful, very strong. So, what I'm going to need from you to help you out is a personal information so I know that you aren't going to mess this up. So, you're going to want to give me your PayPal information. And what you're going to want to do is go into your PayPal account after installing its software. And then we're going to be able to help you. And on your PayPal will be a code which identifies you. You take that code and then you take it and put it on a new website. And then you are suddenly identified as someone who we will keep immune. So... I could be immune? We do have a uh, immunity thing, but it is only for uh, members of our Microsoft services. Okay, sound all good? Sounds good. What, what do I have to do again? 
okay so on the website where you were able to contact us you're going to want to download the software known as spy software 5 okay cool i have to put you on hold for a moment so i can talk to a different customer i will be right back damn it i'm gonna be on hold for three more days so let's just move on time to get touchy get ready to be triggered sensitive topics oh look they're about to cry all consensus Let's talk about this coronavirus, the virus that was made in China. You know what? I'm not even surprised one bit since almost everything we buy is made from there. Now all our deaths will be made from China, too. Anyways, the stupidity surrounding this pandemic, this virus is driving me nuts. Like people wearing masks with no filters thinking it's going to stop the virus, like completely stop it. No, you idiots. It won't stop you from getting COVID-19, but it will help reduce the spreading. I don't get the toilet paper freak out. This virus doesn't give people the sh**. Even if it did, there is no amount of toilet paper that would save you. I also read an article about a lady who stockpiled inhalers. Inhalers have expiration dates. I also saw a new segment on how many people around the world think that the virus is related to Corona beer. God Please protect these idiots and give everyone else the strength and the right mindset to not kick them in the throat when these morons deserve it. Just please help us all. It's chaos out there. This sh- have people on edge. My wife starts coughing and sneezing and I'm like, what's up? You okay? Anything wrong? You all right? I have bad allergies. So when I start sneezing, my wife looks at me like, you cool? Don't be sneezing, you a-. I mean, she doesn't say that, but her eyes, you could- <laughs> her eyes are like, you all right? But then I start freaking out myself. Now people are washing their hands so much that they have skin damage. What soap are you using? Bleach! What? I don't think that's... We need bleach! (laughs) F***ing idiots. You know, I realized something when I recently watched Jurassic World. There are two types of people in the world. Screamers and non-screamers. Screamers who selfishly trample over everybody, even their own family. And then you got the non-screamers like myself who are quiet and then try to logically figure out what to do. I have been in a couple scenarios when people just scream and ran. It was just chaos. My heart is racing, you know, and I start sweating, but I don't want to die because I was stupid. We, I try to figure out what to do next. What's the right thing to do without running and screaming? I don't get it, but I realized that the whole world is full of screamers. So if zombies come out and play, we are fucked. Before I start yelling and ranting, we have to show the ultimate love and respect to the nurses, doctors, paramedics, police officers, firefighters, grocery workers, truck drivers, delivery drivers, cleaning staffs, and many others who continue to work through this chaos. Without those hardworking, awesome people, the world will come to a standstill if they suddenly stop working. Celebrities and athletes are all in their damn homes, just like us, trying their hardest to remain relevant. Slowly, we are all finally realizing that they ain't the hot sh- they claim to be. They're just there for our entertainment. I care more about the movies and shows being canceled or delayed than, oh my goodness, they're not wearing any makeup? They're so f- brave. Hey, no one gives a sh- At the end of the podcast, after I say my goodbyes, I will be featuring the song, You Are the Champions. 
produced by Adrian Grimes. Many of you have probably already heard the Queen's parody called Coronavirus Brapsody. He produced with Dana J. Bain. Adrian allowed me to show you his new song. You Are the Champions is a small way to let people who are essential workers know how much we all appreciate them. So check it out at the end of the podcast. So why am I talking about the virus? Everyone is talking about the virus, Steven. Why the hell do you have to talk about it too? Well, I mainly want to rant to the people not washing their hands and not staying the f- home and a whole lot of stupid shit that's going on out there. <sighs> that's all I've been doing every day at home. That's all I've been doing. It's just sign. Just <sighs> I don't understand. I just don't understand people. You got millennials giving boomers the virus because they are bored and need to be out. I need to be with my friends. I need to kiss my boyfriend. I need to f- my girlfriend. I don't want to be trapped inside. You got electric companies turning off the lights when people can't pay. You got water companies doing the same things, turning off the water when people can't pay. Hate crimes all across the world in Asian communities. Elite celebrities singing in their mansions thinking that we give a f- if they don't wear makeup. Fish tank cleaner drinking dumb f- politicians on both sides politicizing this virus the untrusting media who are hypocrites spreading information and lies to the world panic buyers and panic mongers slackers that now have an excuse to avoid responsibilities dumb tide pod eating idiots licking toilets and doorknobs because it's trending whiny spring breakers ignoring the grown-ups during spring break saying dumb shit like if i get corona at the end of the day i'm not gonna let it stop me from partying it's not about you you It is about the people that you might infect, like Grammy, Abuela, Aunt Carol, Mr. Rogers. You guys are self-centered, so dumb that I'm surprised that they don't drown when showering. I don't get it. To my loyal listeners, this frustration is not geared towards you. This right here, this segment, anybody else that's saying the same thing as I am, this is the type of shit that you pass on to those ignorant idiots in your life that don't care. So, here is a COVID-19 for guide. One, wash your hands! Before all this, my wife and I always got picked on for washing our hands so often. We would be at a restaurant and we would be teaming up to sanitize the table no matter where we're at. It could be a Chick-fil-A, a sit-down restaurant, no matter where we're at. We would be wiping up tables and handles and when we had to use the high chairs, we had to wipe everything down. Why? Because we had three little boys. And those of you with children understand how helpless a parent is when they are sick. They can't take the same medicines as we do. We always kept telling people to wash your hands. We were even called germaphobes. Because we asked them to wash their hands too often. But we didn't give a shit because it helped keep our children sick free. Well, most of the time. This virus just showed how disgusting people really are. I have seen people of all ages not washing their hands everywhere before all this chaos. In restaurants, places like Target, theme parks, they come out of the stalls after pissing, whatever the they're doing in the stalls, and they leave without washing their hands. Outside of the bathroom, they go right to their phones disgusting that just spread nasty everywhere it's amazing how right now i see everywhere on social media companies and other accounts reminding grown people to wash their hands using they use step-by-step guides videos and photos and memes and all kind of this is the thing people should have already been practicing it is simple it's so simple listen this is all you have to do you unclean piece of First, wet your hands. 
That's all you gotta do. Wet your hands with water. Turn on the faucet, wet your hands. In most public places, it's censored. So you just wet your hands with water. Then, guess what you do? You put soap in your hands. Then, for 20 seconds, you scrub your palms. In these 20 seconds, you're scrubbing the back of your hand, between your fingers, under your fingernails. Again, for 20 seconds. Not 2 seconds, not 5 seconds, not 10 seconds. 20 seconds. After that, guess what you do? You rinse the soap off with water. You don't just walk out. You don't use your shirt. You rinse it off with water, and then you finish by drying with a clean towel. It's simple. So damn simple. It's amazing how your lives are dependent right now on other people's common sense. It's something that people should have already been doing. Two, cut your nails. So much bacteria can be trapped under there, and if you are a booger picker, booger licker, and face toucher, you are screwed. Three, stay away from people if you can help it. It can take days for symptoms to appear, but viruses can still be passed during that time. You could be a carrier and not even know you're giving it to other people. Talk on the phone and FaceTime just for this little bit of time. It will be over soon, okay? Avoid social gatherings and practice social distancing. I don't care if you're bored and stay home. Four, try to go to the stores only if you have to. Buy groceries a week at a time. Don't hoard on stuff. It is not the walking dead out there. You don't need so much. The trucks are still driving and the grocery stores are still open. There is no need to buy all the bleach, toilet paper, and frozen corn dogs. Five, when you buy groceries, wipe down the stuff when you are home. You will be surprised at how dirty your bag of Flaming Hot Cheetos are. It's tedious work, but trust me, you'll feel more at ease. Six, cough and sneeze into your arm like if you're a vampire, not in your hands. Oh my goodness. You see, this is pissing me off because this should have been already taught when you were a little kid. Seven, understand this, okay? It is not important what famous people say. Listen to the people with knowledge about what is going on. Not Gwyneth Paltrow wearing an expensive face mask trying to tell people what's what because she was in the movie Contagion. Eight, listen and follow the directions of your state and local authorities. That's it. You just have to listen to them. They say to stay the f*** home. Guess what you do? You stay home. Nine, before and after you wash your hands, don't touch your face. You don't need to touch your face, especially after using your phones. Listen. If you follow all of these simple, common sense tips, guess what? Your lazy ass will be back to work and do your bullshit things in no time. Let's wrap it up and cue the cheesy music. As this virus continues to spread, it has shaken the faith of many, causing people to live in fear because of headlines and predictions. You all got a whole lot of scrambled feelings trapped inside now. You feel stuck. You feel powerless. Sucks not to be in control. You're not trapped. And you have to understand, you are not alone. Surround yourself with like-minded people who focus on faith over fear. The type of people who know how to make the best of a bad situation. Let's take care of ourselves and each other. Don't get paranoid. Take all the precautions you need to take care of yourself and your loved ones. Right now, more than ever before, we are more dependent on each other than we ever have been. We all have an invisible enemy, an enemy that doesn't matter who you are, what you look like, or where you're from. 
an enemy that the world wants and needs to beat. We are going to kick COVID-19 right in the nuts and making it our bitch. There is a light on the other side of this chaos. And if we practice being the best versions of ourselves when it's all done, we can be unified like we have never seen before. All over the world, people are slowing down and reflecting. We are looking at our family in a new way. We are looking at our neighbors in a new way. We are all waking up to a new reality, realizing how little control we have. We are seeing what is really important, love instead of hate. Even though you're isolated, you don't have to be lonely. We are learning how to breathe and listen to each other. This is a test of humanity and the skies will clear. Do not panic. If you are showing any symptoms of COVID-19, go to a doctor or go to wherever the tests are being conducted. If you are positive, do what the doctor says. Take care of your hygiene. Wash your hands well. Cough or sneeze by covering your mouth. Keep participation in social gatherings to a minimum. It is all just for a short period of time. Once there is a vaccine, everything will be fine. People are just scared right now, only because all of this is new and there is no vaccine. But it will get better. We are living through something that is so unique and crazy that it feels like that we are in a disaster movie. I have seen that even though when there is so much hate and negativity in the world, there are many people who are stepping up to be an example of love and light in the world. I'm going to end a touchy topic with a poem written by Adam Gary called And In Our Loneliness We Came Together. You can find him on YouTube and purchase his great work on Amazon. Enjoy. Can a summer's day be the same, enjoyed only through a sterile window pane? There's a lover's smile still warming when it's from five or six feet away. Is the sky still blue and the sun still warm? The sparrow's song still a melodic call? Empty streets nature plays, silent blanket longer days. Books now read, films are plenty, board games laughter, frowns are many family bonds once more regained. Mother Earth's beautiful web re-spinning, as numbers and timetables couldn't keep us stable. Clamped to a lonely household, our jumper cable, a return to life by beating heart, threatens a new beginning. And in our loneliness, we came together. In separation, we bonded. Beyond the keys and beyond the screens, we were saved by our humanity. So water the flowers, feel the breeze through an opened window, cherish all day's hour and listen for the lark's call. For in years to come, we'll hear them say, isolation wasn't a loss, but an opportunity that was gained. The first song we're going to hear is Show You by Queen Poetry featuring Ty Mula. Don't be asking about the money that I go through I'm a boss, take a loss, that's what we go through Said you looking for some answers, let me show you 
Said you wanna get some bands, let me show you I finesse another play, I hit like one or two I remember being broke, I ain't no fool Wanna learn how to be a boss, well let me show you Tryna be a real let me show you Yeah, see I came from the gutter No, 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 I ain't stutter It was me and my sister Zoe Had was each other Mom and dad separated Five girls raised by my mother Papa was a rolling stone So daddy gave me a brother But he liked chasing misters So he more like a sister Bend it over, bust it open I mean, you get the picture It's just me and my hitters And they quick with the trigger Essence Jack in the building Call me Queen Jack the Ripper Everybody on me now I'm making money When I was broke, these people hate you chickens is whack, you stay in your bag I'm not about beef, I'm counting these stacks Not worried about you, so part of my back I left and return, returning to Mac They mad because I made it Stop the hate cause I'm related I'm way too on my grind I struggled and I waited Only way to go is up Cause I'm way too motivated I'm a queen and nothing less As I previously stated Cause I'm gorgeous in the face and I'm slim in the waist Got a heart made of gold But it's my mind that I embrace Said I'm a queen, oh I'm a goddess Defined as Johannes Third eye open on you all A thug who preaches love and kindness People saying that it's whack That I'm all about the blacks Don't give a damn how you feel You don't like it, that's too bad I'm trying to heal the world with music Cause I refuse to be deluded To be common, plain and stupid This royalty is deeply rooted Don't be asking about the money that I go through I'm a boss, take a loss, it's what we go through Said you looking for some answers, let me show you Said you wanna get some bands, let me show you I finesse another play, I hit like one or two I remember being broke, I ain't had no fool Wanna learn how to be a boss, well, let me show you Tryna be a real let me show you It was times I was alone, I had to death the issue I was hungry, I was starving, had to flip a nickel People faking switching sides, man, I keep a pistol People faking switching sides, gotta keep a pistol I don't give a about the love, man, that love will get you Gang members in this, and all my niggas fish you Shorty say she love me, I don't know, I swear I got some issues Shorty love me, I don't know, I swear I got some issues I done came a long way, long way From shopping in them hallways all day uh, Gotta get a bad, so it's Chassay, gotta get a bad, so it's Chassay. Shorty, she be playing, I ain't playing no games. It meant that he washed up and making no game. Caught it, the lacking in traffic, I got aim. Shooting like the rose while I'm switching in both lanes. So what you said, homie, I ain't playing, homie. I remember I was down bad, now they waiting on me. Girl, you told me that you love me, now you hating on me. You said that I was ugly, you so fake and phony. This the reason I can't trust you. So it's you bringing get down, had to do what thugs do. When you brought your friends around, you stuck up in too cool. So I had to be a player, this is how we move. So don't be asking about the money that I go through. I'm a boss, take a loss, it's what we go through. Said you looking for some answers, let me show you. Said you wanna get some bands, let me show you. I finesse another play, I hit like one or two. I remember being broke, I ain't no fool. Wanna learn how to be a boss, well, let me show you. Tryna be a real nigga, let me show you. Case the producer. <laughs>
And it's your boy Ty Mula, man. Y'all can follow me on Instagram, Ty Mula, T-I-M-U-L-A underscore 24. Make sure you guys tune in and look out for my song, Pain, that's coming out off my mixtape, The Making of a Goddess. Yes, sir. Thank you. If you like all theme park really long lines, bland food that tastes like your grandmother's armpit, overpriced entry fees, untrained teenage stuff, dangerous rides, and really long lines, well, guess what? Out of Place has got you covered. The latest news for all you Fast Pass lovers. Here's the Not Another Theme Park News Show. Let me shut the hell up and introduce your host, Britt Nolan. Hello there. I know it's been a month, and I really didn't expect to be back. But I heard there were some blue-balled mother that got off to this the last time. And it would be pretty racist not to help them out at least just one more time. I was also informed that you might have boomed out a baby during this COVID lockdown. Congratulations, my friend. You got laid by that person you married some odd years ago, but perpetually worked extended hours just to avoid putting up with their sh**. Here's to reinsuring that lifetime obligation again through your new love child. This will finally give you the excuse you are looking to for taking pictures with Doofy or riding that cutesy teacup ride. Don't throw up, though, or you might get called a little b- by Elsa, Olaf, and the rest of that frozen little chili b- cast. And now, on to the bit of news that I was able to muster up despite all the theme parks being shut down. Congratulations to me for making sh- happen to meet Steven's deadlines. I told him nobody wanted to hear anything about this sh- before they got closed down. Now, why the f- would anybody care? But, huh, on with this show. So, Walt Disney World just let off about 43,000 employees. But don't worry, they're still going to keep their benefits, just no pay. This means they could use free gym showers after they get kicked out of their apartment for not making that rent payment. Mm, medical benefits include gym. Mm-hmm. I mean, this all makes sense, though. Imagine those ticket prices, you know, where they were paying that salary for frickin' ever. I couldn't justify going to that place before the virus. Now I'm just hoping they reopen it a little too soon so I can catch a little bit of that corona and collect on that Disney lawsuit bucks. Now I'm saying, brah? So, when should you reschedule that Disney trip to use those Christmas present tickets you got for the fam? I mean, it's pretty difficult to imagine an end date because they just let off enough people to fill up a mid-sized town. According to the Kingdom Report, their contributor, Tyler Crouch, says, Go October of this year. However, there was no basis for why he expects it to be reopened then. Right now, they're just pushing back the open date, so it's all up in the air. So let's just plan on making plans when it actually opens up again, you impatient f- Don't worry, Disney fans. You are not the only ones that are sh- out of luck. Universal Studios' tentative open date isn't till May 31st. This seems like a pretty arbitrary date, and if you already purchased a ticket for Universal during their closed park dates, they don't want to refund you. They say just come back before December 18th and use that expired-ass ticket. If you tell them you can't make a date before then, you'll have to apply online to redeem that ticket towards a date that works for you. These heads have no intention of refunding your money, so you'll have to raise a shitstorm to make that happen. So enjoy a trip to Universal, where you can't even afford their Dole Whip. Oh, um, wait, that's that's Disney, right? Ah, uh, but you get the picture. Again, I'd still be inclined to wait until, you know, Universal's actually open. 
That place is a little bit more gross than Disney, and I've got suspicion that they're gonna have a Corona round too, like China's rumored to be having right now. So, make it two years just to be safe. So on a more personal note, how are you? Are, are you okay? Are you wondering how you're gonna survive your postponed trip to Missouri's Silver Dollar City? Well, you could cook something from their menu, like their famous harvest skillet made with that pig and fart balls. I mean, uh, uh, beans. <laughs> Theme Park Insider has a video on how to make this on their YouTube channel. You can also learn how to cook other theme park food from their host, Robert Nas. Mm, drinking those Nas cans. Working remote in his LA slum hole. This dude actually gets recipes from a lot of the theme parks and then helps you recreate them from home. If concocted right from your unskillful baby hands, you might remember what it's like to salivate after long days of waiting in line at your favorite park. And I hope when you make these that you didn't spend nearly as much money as you did at the actual park. I mean, you're furloughed, right? I don't want you to be breaking your budget just for me and my hungry tummy as I read to you, starving. There ain't shit at the store near me. Mail me food, especially rice. And moving on. How are you gonna recreate the thrills? Do you miss the feeling of throwing up on Harry Bush Gardens? wooden roller coaster titled Gwazi? Well, you could go borrow a cop car and do some empty parking lot donuts. You'd be a lot less likely to get pulled over when you're doing it in a legit cop car. Go Big Blue! Mmm, mmm, ride that line! Hey, what about eating some disgusting combination of food and making yourself vomit? My go-to vomit creation to skip vacation Bible school used to be refried beans, cantaloupe, and skim milk. You mix it up, freeze half, and mix it with the other half at lukewarm temperature. Eat that up and you'll be sure to vomit. <laughs> Wait, on second thought? I heard that method actually cured Tom Hanks and Rita Wilson's corona-stricken bodies. So maybe I should be endorsing this as a meal for the cure. So in fact, that well-endowed actor just hosted SNL from home. Looks like if you're loaded like Tom Hanks, you'll probably survive this deadly ass Hey, maybe you're struggling because you're not spending enough money while your city's been shut down. This theme park trip was going to be the easiest way to deplete your bank account after your ever-growing investments in N95 mask manufacturers. Don't worry, I've got some easy solutions for you. Donate your theme park budget to the actual medical workers, you know, help pay for their masks. Donate your frickin' masks. Or help pay for the ever-growing federal debt that your grandchildren and lineages beyond are gonna have to pay for. You know, I don't think we're gonna be able to bill that back to Mexico. We haven't had any luck with the wall. But if you're really a sick, twisted bastard, routinely withdraw that cash from the nearest ATM and shred that I'm not one to judge. I mean, I lose physical cash almost immediately after obtaining it. And I never have anything to show for it. Ah, cash. I'll get my next theme park experience through an Oprah Winfrey Everybody gets a free, all expenses paid Disney vacation! Thank you Jesus for my girl Oprah and that lesbian Ellen and her cheap ass prizes. I mean, well she ain't no giving away no car, no no freaking Disney tri- Maybe she is, but Oprah's known for it. Now have you been smoking? <laughs> having sex that involves choking, took LSD, or your ADD? You could watch an awesome video called Private Amusement Park Number 2 by YouTuber Grandpa Guy Honesty. He will walk you through your Christian amusement park of life. I mean, will you get married or stay single like Jesus? 
It's really a choose-your-own-adventure that will make you feel like you're listening to an actual grandpa ramble. You know, he'll probably remind you of your favorite theme park tour guide. Again, that sweet old coot's name is Grandpa Guy Honesty. <laughs> Go ahead and give him some drunken love and take a ride straight to Guilt Town. Please note, this is a sequel to his first video, Garden Park video number one. You probably shouldn't watch number two without watching number one. I'm not saying you're gonna like it, but you can't really watch a sequel without watching the first edition, eh? Maybe you're not feeling philosophical, and you don't want to relive the fun at home. Maybe you're just feeling doomed. Let's talk about some horror stories, so you can give up on theme parks once and for all. Between 1987 and Y2K, approximately 4.5 related theme park deaths occurred each year. I wonder what that half a death was like. Perhaps it was like a chicken with its head cut off. Let's go through some notable incidents that I scraped up from Wikipedia. 1. At Castles and Coasters of Phoenix, Arizona, in April 2015, a 4-year-old and a 12-year-old pair of brothers were about to take Journey on a bumper boat ride. But the ride began to stall, and a worker attempted to reset it, which somehow triggered the boat to catch fire. The 12-year-old said, This sh and jumped straight into the water. And thankfully, the 4-year-old got rescued by the staff. Both boys got some cool lower body burns that were guaranteed to give them some sweet scars, and will surely attract some ladies with daddy issues when the time comes. The four-year-old seemed pretty uninjured when he was interviewed in a local news segment, and seemingly bragged about it. It's in here. And then, that lady was pointing out more than three times. The first one didn't burn on fire, the second one didn't burn on fire, but the last one did burn on fire. And then I say, what? Is that the fire? And then I say, what? And then I say, what? <laughs> what happened? Tell him about this. And then he was booting me, and then I was in, I'm, I was in hate that fire. And then I just said, I hate that fire. And then I just said, I hate that fire. And then I just had two in an ambulance. I hate that fire too, kid. It burned you. Mean. Oh, oh, yeah. Now, where was I? Yeah, maybe that wasn't horrific enough. Hmm. Let me try again. August 6, 1996, at 11 a.m., a 39-year-old homeboy got shot in the back at Water Country, USA. He was in the wave pool at only two feet deep. That bullet lodged itself between the man's lung and right shoulder. How the hell he got shot and why the hell he got shot remains a mystery. He didn't die, and he has an interesting story to brag about to tell all the cucks he hangs out with, so, uh, uh props to him. Ugh! <laughs> oh, you sick f You want me to talk about death? Because otherwise, you're not gonna finish? Oh, okay. Then we'll have to do some more sh like this next time, when you tell me. I don't know. Who knows when these things, with the virus, the layoffs, the delays, and sh when they're gonna just, you know, stop being a major thing. So let's keep this momentum going until things pick back up, you know, until some parks open back up. I'm gonna give you one more story, and if you don't finish, <laughs> that's on you. The setting was Mexico City at La Feria Amusement Park on this basic roller coaster called Chimera back in September 2019. 
the back of the carriage of the roller coaster came off, mid-turn, and smashed 30 feet into the ground. Two dudes died upon impact, and two were taken to the hospital with some severe injuries. I don't feel too bad because they were adults. It's more sad when kids die. What do they expect riding a roller coaster in Mexico anyway? But it was built by the Germans in 1984 and had 12 successful death-free years before ending up in Mexico where it got traded from cartel to cartel. There's some videos online if you want to look at the incident. But the main thing is maybe don't ride a roller coaster in Mexico. And if you're a dude, you're probably more likely to die in these situations. I don't know why that is, but it's, it's life. Anyways, this was recorded live from a burning bumper boat ride filled with half a baker's dozen of positive pregnancy tests with a poo-filled condom sloshing against the side of my boat. I'm gonna let you go clean your keyboard. I'm feeling kind of violated myself. Wish me luck as I escape this madness. And thank you for listening to Not Another Goddamn Theme Park News Segment by me, Britt Nolan, owner of the new and soon-to-be-actually-set-up domain BrittNolanVO.com. That's where all of all my weird... And uh, that's spelled B-R-I-T-T-N-O-L-A-N-V-O.com. Bye! Don't be shy. You think about it all the time. You don't have a dirty mind. You just have a sexy imagination. Now, it's time for Sex Talk. A woman can get pregnant if her dad doesn't pull out on time. Oh boy, that's how you came on this world. It was an accident. Poor you. Your dad should have used condoms. Did you know that condoms are a form of contraception that'll help to protect against STIs and for this example, pregnancy? If the woman gets pregnant and your dad decides to leave her, one of the ways to help get rid of your existence is to abort your ugly ass. Unfortunately, your mom was too poor for such doing. That's how you were born. By the way, you were adopted. Let's just not talk about that show. That was a preview of the new Sex Talk segment. It's going to be fun and engaging. The second song we're going to hear is Turn and Walk Away by Machine. Look at
Hey, this is Quentin from The Band Machine, and you're listening to Out of Place with Stephen Daniel. You can hear some more of our music and see where and when we're playing at ReverbNation.com slash machine and the number one. We're also on Facebook at Facebook.com slash the number 72 machine. Thanks. For all you professional, casual, and cheating gamers, this is for you. Out of Place delivering you the top monthly news in gaming giving you the good the bad and the oaf hell here is your host kyle richman what the hell is going on i think i can speak for everyone when i say that we had no idea the year 2020 would end up being this mess at the end of 2019 i heard jokes and memes about how there was going to be some sort of big outbreak I mean, in 1820, there was an outbreak. In 1920, there was an outbreak. So it's only safe to assume that in 2020, there would be another. But who would have thought it would actually happen? It's so strange. The world seems so unpredictable, yet the patterns are unmistakable. Anyway, I'm optimistic that we can make it through this just fine. If we put in the effort to try to slow down this virus, we can do it. Unfortunately for many of us, that means quarantine and isolation. Many of us, myself included, are stuck at home. But what the hell are we supposed to do all day? I mean, it might be kind of silly to say, but video games can do a lot of good to us during these weird times. Whether that's entertainment, passing the time, or just taking a short break from the chaos around us. So today, in order to pass the time, I'm going to discuss a very important and releasing game release. That being the latest installment of one of my favorite franchises, Half-Life Alex. If you've never heard of Half-Life, all I can say is you're missing out. The series is phenomenal to say the least, but for those who haven't played the game, I'll give a bit of background. The original Half-Life released in 1998 by a studio known as Valve. The game is from the perspective of Gordon Freeman, a physicist who accidentally opens a portal to another dimension. The goal of the game is simple. The player must escape the research facility while fighting aliens and creatures who came through the portal. Though the game has somewhat of a straightforward goal, It became an instant classic on release. However, that's not the end of Half-Life. In 2004, Half-Life 2 released. This game takes place 20 years after the original. Between the events of the first and the second game, a large alien empire known as the Combine invade and conquer the Earth in only 7 hours. With humanity enslaved to the new alien overlords, Gordon joins a resistance group to fight back against the Combine. 
Half-Life 2 improves upon its previous installment with the use of a new game engine, a detailed physics system, alongside a more compelling narrative. Half-Life 2 also introduced the concept of episodes. These episodes serve as small expansions to the game. The idea was to have constant updates and new levels released so that fans wouldn't have to wait years upon years to be able to play more Half-Life. Ironically, this was definitely not the case. The last episode was released in 2007. After that, the series just went silent. It has been 13 years since the release of any sort of Half-Life game. But now, with the release of Alex, the silence has finally been broken. The game takes place five years before the events of Half-Life 2. Rather than playing as Gordon, you play as Alex, the daughter of a scientist who worked with Gordon during Half-Life 1. As part of the Resistance, Alex found a secret that the Combine want to keep hidden. She is unsure whether the secret is a weapon or some sort of creature, but she believes that finding it is the key to stopping the Combine. Something I forgot to mention is that Half-Life Alex is completely different from the others. It's not played on a computer like every other game released. Instead, the entire game utilizes virtual reality. With this new virtual reality type gameplay, Half-Life Alex tries to make itself as realistic and lifelike as possible. If you want to take your mind off Corona, put on a headset and completely go into another reality. And that's really what games are about. Entertainment, escapism, just having a bit of fun. And really, I think we all need a bit of fun right now. And whether you have a VR headset or not, I think a little downtime is what we all need. If you have a computer or some sort of laptop, try out the Half-Life games. You can even use this as a way to connect with some friends. Recently, I've been playing a game with my friends called Sven Co-op. This game takes the iconic experience from the original Half-Life and converts it from a single-player game to a multiplayer game. This allows you to experience the game in a whole new way that wasn't available when it first came out, as well as providing a safe way to connect with friends during isolation. Not to mention that Sven Co-op is completely free. You can play the original Half-Life without any cost as long as you have a friend by your side. If you'd like a more up-to-date way to play games with your friends online, try this game called Gary's Mod. This game takes all the assets and all the characters from Half-Life 2 and puts it in what is known as a sandbox. Basically, it gives you a small playable area and allows you to do whatever you want with these assets. Though Gary's Mod isn't free like Sven Co-op, it's still a very fun experience to have with friends as well as on your own. This has been April's edition of Gaming News and stay safe out there. Hopefully, if we all do our part, things will get better soon. The third song we're going to hear is Cold by Caroline Ayers.
Ladies, gentlemen, and mindless robots, it is the last segment of the show, which means it is time for the fun topic. Today's fun topic is about getting fired. I'm going to tell you all a funny story about how I got fired from Johnny Rockets just three weeks after meeting my wife. I also have a special guest joining me today. You've seen him in many movies and shows, but most people know him for his voice. He voices Joe Swanson on Family Guy. Ladies, gentlemen, and mindless robots, let's welcome Patrick Warburton. Hello, Stephen. I have a question for you. Do you own a hamster? <laughs> a hamster? Did you have one as a kid? No, no, no. no. I, I hate those damn things. Yeah. Grow through tubes and it's crazy. Ha, <laughs> 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 uh, uh. Hey, thanks for having me on this uh, podcast of yours. I am honored to have you on this podcast in the world. I wouldn't say the world. Maybe the universe. Yes, the universe. How has quarantine been treating you, Patrick? You know, I started working on a dream stop motion project. Really? What is it about? Yeah, it's a cross between cats and hunger games, but with hamsters. <laughs> Sounds interesting. Uh, what's it called? I was thinking I'd call it Hamster Boy. Hamster Boy? Yeah, I got like 336 hamsters <laughs> oh, in my office. I'd offer you one, but you're a hamster hater. <laughs> I sure am. Uh, anyways, today's fun topic, we're going to tell people the funniest getting fired story. Patrick, you can go first. Besides almost getting fired by hamsters, I suppose I can talk about... Wait, 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 wait. You have to tell me why you almost got fired in hamsters. You can't just fly by that. I walked in on them doing some kind of ritual. They had a photo of Kathy Griffin's forehead. Kathy Griffin's forehead? I learned a life lesson that day. Never trust a hamster. <laughs> I'll keep that in mind. Kathy, if you're listening, watch out for the hamsters. They're coming for you. I don't think she'll be listening to this. She's too in love with Donald Trump. Sorry, Stephen, I have to stop you right there. As big Hollywood star, my agent advised me not to say anything at all. If you side with the president, you have to suck on Meryl Streep's side boob. You're against him. Tom Hanks gets all your money. You choose not to side. Well, you still made a choice. Pretty well. Rush. No problem. I understand. I understand. So, you got a funny getting fired story? Yeah, it was pretty recent. I was supposed to voice Baby Yoda. Really? That's amazing. You know, I don't see the big deal in the whole Baby Yoda thing. I don't, I don't get it. That's because you're an asshole, Steven. You were right. I can't argue with you there. Uh, so is that why you got fired? Well, I'm a big Star Wars fan, so when I got cast to play Baby Yoda, it's a dream come true. After Fabro helped me with the script for Hamster Boy, I... Ask him if I could hang out on the set of The Mandalorian. He said it was okay, and when they were filming, I walked around the studios as Baby Yoda. So you were decked out as Baby Yoda? Like, full-blown costume and everything? Prosthetics, makeup, rubs, the works. Wow. Is that why they fired you? No, people loved it. Everyone took pictures. You can find it all online. You can go to hamsterboy.com for more info. Okay, so so how did you get fired? I'm getting there. Patience, you son of a dog biscuit. <laughs> Sorry. Go on. I started annoying people. I would sneak around them and say things that Yoda would say. If he was a pervert. 
WWYS. What would Yoda say? <laughs> that sounds awesome. What kind of stuff did you say? Do me or do not. There is no try. Inside a tauntaun, how warm it is. Lukewarm. <laughs> this is for your <laughs> listeners, Stephen. Offended you are. A shit I do not give. I love it. Is that what got you fired from voicing Baby Yoda? Not really. I just Yoda the wrong person. Oh, shit, who? Bill Burr. Bill Burr? I didn't expect him to be so triggered. What did you say to make him lose his balls? And I said, size matters not. Said that she did. What? I know. Wow. What a- he went running to the boss yelling, hashtag him too. Sorry about that. I think you would have been amazing as Baby Yoda. I would have loved to have seen that. Me too, Steven. Me too. Now, I want to hear how you got fired from Johnny Rockets. The American classic family-friendly restaurant. What did you do to get fired from that heavenly burger palace? Okay, so Johnny Rockets was located inside of an indoor amusement park called Wanadu City. It's closed now, but we were only over-the-counter service. Like, there was no waiter. You didn't get no waiter or anything, but you still had the same restaurant quality, same type of food, same type of pay. Most times in the lunch runs, it could get super busy. There was this mean lady. I mean, real mean. How mean was she? Meaner than Katherine Heigl. Wow, that is mean. Yep, so I kept hearing this the whole time in line like i wasn't really looking at her but you can hear her and i'm like who the f- is this crazy lady you know she she's she's just being a to everybody while she was in line ordering and then waiting for the food and she had ordered uh the smokehouse burger that is my favorite burger i love onion rings crunchy tasty amazing but poop duty i want some now i heard that somewhere i don't know where you know what let's meet an Idaheim garden walk which is right across in disneyland we'll order take it right across the street and we'll eat in front of Disneyland right there in the middle right between the I don't know what you call that but right in the middle between where we could look at Disneyland entrance and the Disney California adventure entrance we'll just sit there and eat what do you think of that yes get some get some yeah so (laughs) let's do it um so on the bottom bun is where we would put the uh the barbecue ranch sauce I usually make faces and other fun designs you know for fun and it usually gets smeared by the meat. And I wrote her a nice message. And, you know, then after I was at the sandwich station where you, you know, you build the burger and other sandwiches, I went to the grill station. And about 10 minutes later, a co-worker taps me on the shoulder and says, Stephen, Stephen, did you write you on a burger? And I said, oh, it didn't smear. Nope. See, What had happened was I opened a new bottle for the sauce and you have to cut the tip, you know, uh, you know, at at, at the right place so it can flow out nicely. And I cut it too thin. So as I wrote you on the bottom bun, you know, I guess it just it was so thin that it just soaked into the bun. So I stood about 20 feet away and I can see, you know, the manager and the floor manager. He's just holding the bottom bun with the words you i mean you could see it from 20 from so far and it just said you you could see it so clearly so perfectly i you know what i think she knew she was being a so she checked her food some people say that they do remove the meat so they can put condiments and stuff on the bottom maybe she's one of those people but right after that i got escorted by security and the next day i got fired <laughs> who checks the bottom bun <laughs> i know I, I, and the funny part is 
This is how most of the managers would email each other after I left asking uh, my former boss, hey, can I get a f- you burger? Hey, Steve, I had an idea. What? We go to Johnny Rockets later today. I triple dog dare you to order the f- you burger. You got it. I'll ask for a f- you burger as long as you order like Yoda. You have to do it. Yeah. All right, ladies, gentlemen, and mindless robots, if you haven't guessed already, that was not the real Patrick Warburton. Who you all was hearing is the talented Donnie Avens. Donnie, introduce yourself and tell everyone where they can find you and all the goodies. Hey, everybody, this is Donnie Avant. If you want to contact me for voiceover, hit me up on Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter under Donnie Avant. That's A-V-A-N-T-S. Okay, listeners, you now know where you can find him. Show him some love, subscribe, and ding his bell. Thank you, Donnie. Let's wrap up the episode. Please show some love to the people you heard on the podcast. These great voiceover artists and indie musicians put a lot of work into doing what they do. Message them and show them some love. Buy their music or hire them. Uh, Thank you for listening to Out of Place Episode 3. If anything I said in this episode offended you in any way, I don't give a damn in half. Cry in the comments, cry on social media, cry to your mommy, daddy, or anybody that will listen to a sensitive snowflake. Just know and understand no one cares. If you want to support me, you can do one of five things, or maybe all. I don't care. One, you could rate this podcast on whatever platform you're listening to it on. Rating out of place gets more people to listen to it. Three, you could buy one of my books and rate it. Or four, you could tell somebody else to buy one of my books and rate it. Or five, subscribe to my YouTube channel and ring my bell if you love the YouTube platform more than anything. To my listeners who made it to the end, I love and appreciate you. Goodbye. And always remember to smile. You're pushing through Time after time Keeping us safe Healthy Provisioned or holding the line Each day and night You see us through Never stopping to think What this thing
This podcast was recorded live on two Campbell soup tins with the very best of strings stretched between them, then edited by a homeless guy who swore he knew what he was doing, rewritten by a chemist named Eric, edited and endorsed by Steve's drug dealer so you know it's good, then packaged in small yellow envelopes to avoid detection and distributed worldwide over the internet and affiliated podcasting websites and brought to you by two guys in a pickup truck whose names you really shouldn't know. So So until the next shitty episode, keep your brains in a box, avoid flashbacks, and change your clothes at least twice a day.